My money don't jiggle jiggle, it folds I like to see you wiggle wiggle, for sure It makes me wanna dribble dribble, you know Riding in my Fiat, you really have to see it Six feet two in a compact, no slack But luckily the seats go back I got a knack to relax in my mind Sipping some red, red wine Nice You're listening to the number one podcast For Olive Branch and Eastern DeSoto County This is O. On deck for today, guys, we got a good hot topic talking about our school scare kind of in this area. Also got our local news, dad jokes, a good motivational message. I really really enjoy this one. And of course, our random facts and stories you likely didn't know. And of course, we're going to wrap it up with our sports section. T, how's your week been, brother? Not bad, man. Had a real good week at work, uh, except for the scare that was going on. But I think it got everyone's attention. I'm just thankful that it wasn't any worse than what it was. And and that it was just that, just a scare. Uh, however, it's been a great week. Been feeling good, looking good, outstanding, Look man. I know, man. I heard that. I heard, and of course, your Mississippi Bulldogs won big, doing Mississippi five State and one. Bulldogs. Yes, Mississippi oh, State me. Bulldogs. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> put a whooping, put a whooping on Arkansas after beating a mess out of Texas A and M next week, and uh, going to going to t- Kentucky. This Saturday as well. Started as a three-point favorite. Now it's already up to about seven. Wow. Yeah. And wow, that's big. That's yep. big, man. So uh, everybody's uh, bitting big on state pretty early. So I don't blame them. Yeah, I heard that, man. I heard that. Well, look, man, you know, I got to say, my week has been kind of just, uh, you know, muddled up since we had that school, stare, school scare, I should say. Yeah. Um, you know, so we'll, we'll talk about that here in a second, the hot topic. So, but before we do, of course, we've got to talk about our number one realtor friend. That is Brian Couch. Brian. Of course, that is Team Couch of right. Birch Realty. Guys, if you want to buy or sell real estate in this area, there is nobody better. They have been a proud sponsor of our show, and we're happy to have them here. Guys, they have been voted number one. They handle all levels of real estate transactions, business dealings like that. They also have a free market analysis to let you know what your property is worth. doesn't cost you anything, no obligation. They really, really want to make sure they can show you how professional they are and show you the full service package they can do. Seriously, go check them out if you want to see a real deal realtor team. That is teamcouch.com. Or you can call their office line at 449-1700 or even Brian's personal cell phone, which is 901-461-7653. Remember, every home needs a couch. T, let's talk about this school stair, man. This uh, This is tough. We've got a caller. Evidently called multiple schools in the state. Um, here locally, it, it, they, uh, they called on DeSoto Central. The South Haven PD received their call that, uh, you know, 10 kids had been shot or 10 people had been right. shot. And mm-hmm. it was an active shooter at uh, DeSoto Central High School. And uh, there was no doubt. The officers mobilized. The school was informed. They went into lockdown. And within three minutes... The place was completely surrounded by police officers, the SROs, and other officers that were close by were already in the building, taking care of business uh, to help the kids. You know, uh, it was a great show by our local police. Um, you know, the cover art of our podcast this week it shows over forty officers from different areas, cities, county, the whole nine yards were all here at DeSoto Central to help because that's how serious this right. community took it. Uh, I want to say a kudos to Olive Branch PD, Hernando PD, the Soda County Sheriff's Department, South Haven PD. All these people were there, and they were ready. And, you know, as much as I hate this happened and how I think it's really, really sorry that somebody would do these you know, phone call hoaxes and everything else, 
you know, I do want to see you try to find that silver lining or that positive out of the situation. The response we received at that school has to make our community, it makes me feel better, but it makes our community feel better to show those officers were ready and it looked like they have already been training for it, knew what to do. And, you know, it was, it was really impressive, you know, and I want to give a special thanks to our local law enforcement and all people involved with this. Uh, That was, that was big. That was really, really big. And so, uh, congratulations to all those police officers and everybody involved. Absolutely, and, and no hesitation on their part as well. Zero, zero. Three, I think it was all. three and a half. I think it was less than three and a half minutes, and there was over forty officers there. Right, that's right. impressive. Well, uh, that I, is impressive. I have a very, very uh, good, good close friend who is in law enforcement who was involved uh, in in helping us with with some things, and. Uh, I can't confirm what I'm going to say as far as it being factual, but I will tell you what he told me as far as what he knows. First of all, the FBI is getting involved with this. This was not the first time that this has happened. Uh, it's my understanding that this, these very same type calls uh, using the same voices in the same language were used uh, in other in other schools across the country, including in Texas earlier last week. Uh, it was a very, very foreign, thick, accented voice. Uh, they, I don't know if they use the same name uh, at your school as, as they did at, at ours, but they said that the shootings took place in Mr. Peters' class. We don't have a Peters. And as soon as the dispatcher asked the person what his, his name was, that's when they hung up. And uh, I do know that, you know, they have they were able to trace at least the the call the phone number call uh to our school back to a texting app however they they strongly believe that the the caller or callers are calling from overseas and according to my law enforcement source uh the FBI will go overseas and get them and are cooperating uh, with other governments to see if they can't catch who these people are. I mean, that's how serious it is, especially because it's going on across the country. We, I guess they just targeted some schools in Mississippi, <laughs> you know, the other wow. day is the only thing. But it's, it's, it's not something, unfortunately, that's new. Uh, I'm just thankful that the seriousness of this did not turn out any more than what it was. However, I have to... I, I, you know, the way that our kids reacted, the way the community reacted to everything uh, was exactly what we would want and hope for. God forbid something tragic ever did happen. But I, I can't say enough for our kids and our staff for the way that they acted and uh, and did exactly what they had been asked to do in drills in order to get it done. So and, you know, thankful to, to all the police and law enforcement and any all our public servants. Uh, that were uh, involved in all of this to make sure that everyone was as safe as they possibly could be. Agreed, too. Agreed.
Well, T, let's get over to our local news. And, of course, this is brought to you by our good friends at Michael Hatcher and Associates. Guys, if you're looking for a new career with a company that's going to take care of you, and that means financially with benefits and working a team atmosphere that really, really cares about you, you want to check out Michael Hatcher and Associates. They have multiple positions available because the company is growing by leaps and bounds. Guys, heck, they even had a conference, I think, a couple months ago where had other landscape companies coming into the area to learn from the best. They hosted this. They want to help not only our community, but other communities to be better. Uh, so much outreach. Heck, they even did a tent for our cook-off last week, and they're going to do it again for this new homecoming we got coming up this Friday. Great. It's just another example of their community support. This is a company you want to work for, guys, I promise you. Look, if you have any questions or are curious, go to HatcherLandscape.com and look at all the positions they have, or you can even call their talent acquisition manager, which is at 662-755-3207. Tell you what we got on the news this week, bud. Well, starting off with something great, Mayor Ken Adams and the Board of Aldermen and the City of Olive Branch recognized Ms. Jennifer Fennell from their Public Works Department for providing potentially life-saving assistance to a gentleman who was having a heart attack over at the Fly and J back on the 13th of September. She had stopped by the store. She was on her way to work that morning. She came across the man. He was having a heart attack. She performed CPR until you know uh, emergency personnel arrived, and at the recent board of alder meeting, board of alderman meeting, Miss Fennell was presented with the mayor's award for the month of September by the mayor himself. How awesome is that? That's man? that's great. That's fantastic. Just another a great citizen, another great something, you know, great story about all the branch, man, and just just huge stuff, man. Personal congratulations to Miss Fennell. That's awesome, and thank you for your amazing, amazing service to help that young man. Absolutely, you never, you never know what, when something's going to happen or where you're going to be when it's going to happen. And I'm sure that the uh, gentleman who had the heart attack is grateful she was around as well. Amen to that. All right, moving on. Someone else is getting a reward from Uh-oh. Olive Branch again. Another again. person from Olive Branch <laughs> is getting an award. You guessed it, K.J. Wright, former Mississippi State Bulldog and former Seattle Seahawk. I think he ended up with the Raiders, though, right? Didn't that where he, he did? But and, he, believe it or not, he signed he did sign a contract day. for yeah, one day. Right, yes. right. Well, he he got a big award from the Southeastern Conference. He is was named to the 2022 SEC Legends class. To me, that's a big, big Dude, deal. Think about it now. If you you talking about legends of the SEC, think about what talent has come out of the SEC since he's been pro, and he's that. And before that, yeah. No I mean, doubt. the SEC's been around forever and ever. I mean, and to to be considered an SEC legend, are you kidding me, dude? That is absolutely huge. That is really really huge. But I'm going to tell you, and you know this as well, dude. That dude was a hoss when he was at state, bro. Dude, he was unreal. There's he, a reason he had a pro career as I, long as he I, did. I'm going to tell you, that dude was big, tall, and he was fast, especially for his size. He had long reach. Man, he, he, he could cover the edge. He, he could drop back, get uh, pick off these little uh, slot slant routes and whatnot as well. That dude was all over the place. But uh, congratulations to him, and uh, uh, God bless. And, and that's you are a legend, man. You've always been a legend in my book. Awesome. Awesome. All right, moving on here. Hey, have you ever been to a cross-country event? Believe it or not, I've driven by one. It's kind of shameful because I'm an administrator. Yeah, me too. We never go to them. 
<laughs> I've never had like uh, my other assistant principal, which she's awesome, as well as my other guy, uh, Mr. Dupree. They've actually end up getting them most of the time. I yeah. end up getting different ones, and you know, because we're just creatures of habit. But yeah. I'm planning on going to it. My son is interested. I've got some of uh, his buddies are into it, so Good. I think I'm going to be start going. But that, that, there's a major one here locally. I hear that's right over there at Lewisburg High School. They're going to be hosting the county championship on October the 22nd. That's later this month. Uh, I think the girls are going to uh, start it off at 8.30 that morning, and the boys will follow somewhere around 9.15 after that. That would be a great day, uh, provided the weather's fine. But I, I don't Dude. I don't think they – unless it's lightning, I think they go running. They don't care what the weather is. No, no, either. it don't matter. Like, I know for a fact last year it was really rainy and cold. Yeah. It didn't stop them. They just go. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's a really – it's, well, I understand it's really, really fun to go watch and cheer on your kids. Uh, and and as, far, as far as I know, in DeSoto County, there is no charge to attend either. So wow. you can just go and cheer on. So yeah. I think that's pretty sweet. Well, um, well, I think it, one thing I like about cross country is they're not running on a track somewhere. No. Everywhere I've ever been, they get somebody to donate, I don't know, 5, 10, 15, 20 acres of land for them to use for the day. And the coaches go out there and, and, and blaze a trail down and knocking down trees and bushes or whatnot for these kids to go r- running through. And yeah. then they set markers for them so they don't get lost. I mean, when they talk about cross country, you, you it's like, yeah, you're actually going across a country somewhere. Yeah, that's right. Hence the name. Yeah, hence, hence the, name. the name. It's it's, it's something <laughs> else. That's why the weather doesn't doesn't stop them at all. No, sir. No, sir. Well, look, guys, if you have a property in this area that maybe needs some repairs, outdated, oh, Lord, or worse, it's just it's just a total loss. You need to get rid of it, you know, maybe through a divorce, whatever, and you would like to get some fast cash for it, there's a great company called Robin Properties, and they have an awesome website called iBuyDeSoto.com. That is iBuyDeSoto.com. Go check it out. You can see their process. You can see testimonials of people who've worked with them in the past and what they do with the properties, which is nothing but beautification and improved uh, property value and community value. Um, it is a great company to work for. So seriously, if you have any type of property or know somebody who might have a property that wants to sell it quick, doesn't want to go through the rehab process, something like that, please go check out this website. Let them know. Contact them. You will not regret it. All right, moving on. The last few things that we have really are just some reminders. Don't forget that on Saturday, November 5th from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., they're going to be a huge, huge craft fair at the Senior Center uh, that day. Make sure and come by and shop. Hey, if you're a vendor, you do crafts, you sell little goodies, whatever whatever it is that you may have, the booth space is only 10 bucks, folks. 10 bucks to set up to be there as a vendor just make sure and call the the olive branch senior center for details there'll be food trucks there snow cone booth there barbecue is going to be there to eat as well we hope everybody comes out and has a good time there that day no doubt no doubt go check it out guys it's it's really for a good cause and then again this coming thursday night uh the city of olive branch is is has movie under the stars again at the at the wesson house lawn uh Thursday night, 7 p.m., every Thursday in October. Last week, they, they showed uh, Cruella. And it's always going to be a free, family-friendly movie that's there. They'll always have a local food vendor if you want to buy a snack or whatnot as well. So the next one's going to be this Thursday night, uh, starting at 7 o'clock. And it's going to be Encanto, where they don't, talk about, they don't talk about Bruno there. Well, okay. Well, there you go. I have not seen that movie. Have you, you know not? Good? Yeah, it's pretty, not. it's pretty good. 
Well, there you go. Well, maybe yeah. I need to go check it out Thursday night. I know yeah. last Thursday was a huge success because the weather was just so nice. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, that, that might be the only thing. I think there's a chance of rain for Thursday, but I don't know if it's that during the night it's, or during it the day. It was at 50%, but now they've cut it way back down to yeah. possibly Wednesday Wednesday afternoon or Thursday oh, okay. morning. So I think we should be okay. But I would recommend bringing a coat because it does get a little chill yeah, as when soon as the, yeah. the sun comes down. The sun goes down. The, the, cold go, the cold goes with it. So, yes, sir. And then the last thing we need to talk about here is the light garden that's coming up. Delight in the stunning illumination, holiday entertainment, and unique shopping opportunities for the whole family at the Myth South's newest holiday experience in Olive Branch. Man, this is going to be a big deal. I really think it's going to be great. You're going to have all kinds of local food, light displays, performances. There's uh, artist vendors that are going to be throughout all of it. Everything to have there will help get you ready for the holiday uh, season in, in a holiday tradition. It, all that's going to start November 22nd and last through the end of the year, all the way through the 31st on New Year's Eve. I think that's going to be a great event for people to come to Olive Branch and take a look at. Tell you, you're absolutely right, dude. And look, this is going to be this his first year. North Central really stepped up, put all this extra infrastructure in to have all these lights. That's great. It's going to be a big deal. And the more people who come and show support for this, they're going to build on it for the future. Oh, yeah. So really, really encourage everybody to get on out there and take care of business. Well, T, I think that's it for our news, that's man. It. And so, as always, guys, if you are interested in advertising with us, you want to be one of our people we talk about each and every week, please reach out to us at theobpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to talk to you, put a package together, and help your business like we have been helping our sponsors for so long. Trust me, it will definitely be a benefit to you. Hey, it's time for those dad jokes, brother. And of course, this is brought to you by our good, good buddy and our insurance agent himself, Ali Edgelali of Alpha Insurance. Guys, that is the ace agency of Olive Branch. If you're interested in selling, uh, if you're interested in saving money, not selling money, let's don't do that. <laughs> and, uh, and you want to get better coverage with expert personal care. And what I mean by personal care, guys, like I've told you before, I can call Ali straight up on his cell phone and just ask him random questions, general information, and he's always going to answer. He always takes care of business, of course, within reason. I'm not calling him at midnight and asking him different things, but I promise you the guy is solid. He takes care of business, and I, he has saved me over $900 for the last year I was on insurance. And I mean, like, when you have better coverage and you're saving that kind of money, why not go ahead and give him a call and get a free quote? It's in your best interest, seriously. Look, you can call his local office over there at 662-893-0928. Or if you want to meet him in person, go check it out. It's a nice little office right there behind Taco Bell on Goodman Road by 78. You can't miss it. Of course, he even gives you a cell phone number, which is 1-843-324-0930. Call him. You won't regret it. T, you ready for these dad jokes, man? I've got some good ones for you this week, brother. I'm looking forward to it. I love to laugh, brother. Let's go. <laughs> I heard that. Here we go. T, gas and electric prices are so expensive right now. Mm -hmm. But have you seen chimneys, man? Through the roof. Just through the roof, oh, man. Oh, just, just, just. <laughs> <laughs> T, what has three legs and four arms? I have no idea, and I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> my son's crappy drawing of a snake in art class. I'm oh telling you, it's bad, man. <laughs> a snake, <laughs> three legs and four arms. Oh, my gosh. Oh. He, he, I, I, let's get him tested. 
Tell you, my boss texted me and said, hey, man, send me one of those funny jokes you got. I replied, I'm working at the moment. I'll send you one later. He replied with a bunch of laughing emojis. Man, that's hilarious. Send me another. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here, These next two, I got you, T. Okay. I got you on this All right. next one. You ready? All right, I'm waiting. T, I got in trouble last week. What? I needed uh, to pool at the. I needed to pee at the pool, man. No. So I did it in the deep end, thinking no. it would be better. Oh. You know, yeah. Man, the lifeguard noticed, and when he blew his whistle, I almost fell in. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Startled me, man. Startled me. <laughs> that was midstream. <laughs> 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 I got it. All right, last one. Last one. <laughs> D, I, T, I tried donating blood the other day. It'll, I'll never do it again. Ever. Why? Man, what do you got? They, so many dumb questions. For, like, whose blood is this? Where did you get it? And why is it in a bucket? I just don't understand. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> I was there to donate. <laughs> I think there may have been a time where they probably wouldn't have asked you any questions. That's the scariest part of it. Oh, man, those are pretty good today, man. Well, guys, as always, we hope you enjoyed our dad jokes, and we hope that you're subscribing to our channel and told your friends, your family, and your coworkers all about us. We love to expand our show. Really, really appreciate it. Of course, if you're enjoying our content, we ask that you please go to iTunes and give us a five-star review. It really does help our podcast. All right, T, it's time for our motivational message. And, of course, it's another good one. This one's actually a pretty long audio, uh, audio but, it's uh, man, it's got a great message. You know, yeah. It's like two minutes long, but, man, you know what? The focus is bragging, but it, I think it's more than that. I think it's a story about humility and understanding your surroundings and knowing what's going on and being aware. And, uh, you know, it, it gives a big slice of humble pie. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I like pie. You know, but sometimes that humble pie is not always that tasty, but this story hit me kind of on the heartstrings. And so uh, let's go to this audio now. Bragging is not new. People have been proclaiming their own wonderfulness since before haircuts. It's just that thanks to social media now, we, we can't escape it. It's, Look at my cool car. Isn't my vacation awesome? My personal favorite is I'm so humbled to have been given this award. I don't think you're using that word right, but okay. When I was about 10, we lived next door to a couple of families that had a lot of children and not very much money. And one of my best friends was the youngest kid from one of the families. And he was always stuck with hand-me-down clothes, clothes that his older siblings had grown out of. That was his wardrobe, which he got teased pretty ferociously for at school. And in particular, the thing they really gave him heat about was his blue jeans, because when he got them, they were always too big. So he had to roll up these cuffs to fit the pants in. The other kids started calling him buckets to mock him for the cuffs. And one day the two of us were out painting a gate on a neighbor house for a couple of bucks. And he got a big spot of green paint on one of those cuffs. And he was just furious about it. And I, like, was so mad that he could see it. And I said, I don't understand. Why don't we just cut the cuffs off? Right? You're last in line. But he was just mad enough to bite a radiator. And I didn't understand why until... A long time later when both of us had grown a couple inches and 
I saw one of the kids from the other big family was wearing a pair of jeans that had that identical green spot. My friend was mad because people might recognize that paint like I did and know he had given him hand-me-downs and he didn't want to embarrass that other kid. Nobody gave that 10-year-old an award, but I felt pretty humbled. You know, you never know what somebody's going through. And I think that's one of the biggest things a lot of times, and I'm sure you do this with kids at, at your school as well, that may be having an issue with another student or is making fun of somebody or something like that. You never know what somebody is going through. So it goes back to the old uh, uh, saying that uh, since you don't know what they're going through, always always be kind to people. And, yeah. and uh you know, in situations like that, you, you 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 just you just never know, you know. And so, why not? Why not just be kind to folks? Uh, it's just sometimes I, I, I'm at a loss. I mean, that was pretty powerful. Yeah, I mean, like, well, it just goes to show you, like, there are people who have things. There's people who don't have things, and yeah. people walk a different path and through a different set of shoes every day in life, and. Your shoes might be cleaner. Your shoes might be nicer or things might be easier per se, mm-hmm. but that's no reason to glorify that right. or use that as comparisons and stuff. And so um, I really enjoyed this message and I hope some people got it. And I hope there's some young folks out there that can see its value from the story uh, and see that maybe that gives you an opportunity to think twice about something you might say or do, or, or, or it gives you the motivation to go and say something nice to somebody you wouldn't normally do that to. And uh, I hope that somebody gets real something real positive out of that. Now it's time for Random Facts Stories You Likely Didn't Know, brought to you by Old Town Fitness. Let me tell you what, if you want to go somewhere where everyone's nice and friendly, they don't put pressure on you or they're not judging you for what you can or what you can't do while you're in the gym, this is the place you need to go. You need to go check it out. Meet the owners there. They want you to be successful. They want to help you. They want you to reach the goal of whatever it is that day. They want to help you do that as well. So make sure and check them out at Old Time Fitness. They're located at 9045 Highway 178 in Olive Branch. Uh, their hours are Monday through Friday from 5 a.m. to noon, and then again from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. And then on Saturdays, they're open in the mornings from 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock, but they are closed on Sunday, okay? So, Zach, did you know that in 1845, 79 people died in a bridge collapse that happened because a large crowd had gathered to watch a clown in a bathtub be pulled up a river by four geese. <laughs> you know what that tells me? They had bored. they didn't have a dang thing to do back yonder. <laughs> no doubt. Hey, I'm just glad I'm that they would have all whipped phones out and recorded it too. Yeah, I mean, like them. a bathtub with a clown, clown in it, it being pulled. Geese pulled it. Uh, whatever. I, no, there's no words for that one. Oh, You're that's... talking about random, useless information, boy. We're the king of it. You, you got that right. <laughs> Welcome to OB Pod. That's right. <laughs>
if you'd like to advertise with us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did you know in 20, in 2016, a man ate a ghost pepper? No, this guy's an idiot. He ate a ghost pepper in an eating contest and drank six glasses of water to cool off. He vomited so much that he tore a hole in his esophagus and was rushed to the hospital where doctors then found that his left lung had collapsed. Holy he, crap. He spent 23 days in the hospital and was sent home with a gastric tube. And probably some Demerol or something pretty small, too. <laughs> yeah, really. Golly, Somebody man. Somebody on his forehead. <laughs> oh, oh man. Yeah, these are, uh, so far, you're, you're two for two for Village Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> that's about right all right let's see if we let's see if we can make it a trifecta I here I, I, i'm reading this now i uh, love this uh, okay i can already tell all right so so you do know then in 1998 school teachers in siberia russia were all paid in vodka instead of money because authorities couldn't afford to pay their wages bill <laughs> socialism at its best <laughs> Dude, the picture of all these teacher teachers professional trends with giant glass bottles of vodka. <laughs> it's money, man. I can't wait for the end of each school day, brother. I know. That's right. That's something else. Wow. That's a, talking about keeping warm. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's awesome. Free drinks in the house. All right, guys, it's time for our sports. And before we get started with our coaches show, I want to say one recognition real quick. I want to say congratulations to Coach Peacock of Center Hill High School as he was named one of the assistant coaches for the Bernard Blackwell uh, Classic. Now, guys, if you don't know what that is, that is the all-star football game of North versus South. Um, that is pretty pretty awesome. Uh, here in locally in DeSoto County, we did not have any football players from Center Hill, Olive Branch, or Lewisburg make one of the All-Star games. A lot of youth in our teams over here, but we did have a few kids here from locally in DeSoto County. A couple of them, South Haven, uh, one or two from D.C., and the kicker from Hernando, Mr. Usselton's son, believe it or not. Uh, so congratulations to those players um, for making that game, and congratulations to Coach Peacock for uh, that accolade of being able to coach for that game. That's a big deal. I've been I've gone to it several times. It is a great football game. Yep. A lot of good stuff for the kids, a good uh, way to promote them and help their college opportunities, and so it's good all around for sure. But T, this week, man, it was a it was a it was a tough week for one team and really good for the other two. <laughs> so as always, and unfortunately, our team was that tough team that played against the Soto Central. And I got to tell you, yeah, it was a close uh, one. It was it was ours to win, and but the turnover battle, we lost horribly and gave DC the W. And that's just it's unfortunate. But hey, you know you, that's the deal. You know it ain't fair. Those are variables you got to play in, and DC got the W. So congratulations to them. I heard well earned. I heard the score. Well, it was fifteen to twelve, right? That is correct. Was it all field goals? No, believe it or not, it was two touchdowns, but the first extra point was blocked, yeah. and the second one just barely missed. And so mm. um, we that was two touchdowns each team, and then um, D.C. did get a field goal as well. Gotcha. I mean, I'm sorry, D.C. did not. I'm sorry, D.C. got a two-point conversion. Gotcha. Uh, one of theirs. So, yeah, it's a random score, but, you yeah, know, both of them were touchdowns, so – yeah, it's just one of those things. Like I said, it was a great game uh, there. But Olive Branch played uh, Horn Lake and uh, destroyed them. I think it was 30-7. to seven, Had a great game. Wow. And Lewisburg and their arch rival Hernando uh, came out after, Lew- after being down 
coming back and winning wow. big. Yeah. Um, that was really big at in front of Jamestown. So when you talk to when we talk to Coach Hector here in a minute, it's a great conversation. So guys, without further ado, I'm gonna get to you three coaches and Coach Hector, brother, how are we doing on this fine three day weekend? Hey, we're doing awesome, man. How about yourself? I'm doing good, doing good, enjoying this weather that's never ending, and I uh, absolutely love the fall. But, uh, Coach, let me tell you what was also something really enjoyable is seeing that scoreboard on Friday night, seeing y'all were able to put away an arch rival, uh, Hernando Fighting Tigers, my alma mater, believe it or not, as well as yours. A lot of people might not know that. Uh, what was the sensation like Friday night? I know your kids were excited. Uh, it was just, it was great. To, it, well, first of all, it was a, a fantastic night for football. I mean, the weather was perfect. Uh, you know, James Crown was, Jamestown was packed, um, you know, and, and, and then to get kind of go out there and get a win and kind of get back on the right track. And, you know, I felt like we really played well. So, you know, you put all those things together. It was a, uh, a, a great night, a fun night and, uh, again, something to kind of build on going forward. Coach, I got to tell you, one of the things I noticed most about the ball game that to me, uh, I think was the biggest win for your team, even though y'all won the ball game, was being down 10-0 and coming back with a, a commanding presence and winning the ball game, you know, and almost convincingly right there, you know, going into the fourth quarter. I mean, like, I, that's got to be something you're pretty proud of. Yeah, you know, I mean, we've, we've done that um, several times now this year. I mean, we, we were down at, uh, you know, Lake Hormont, and our kids didn't, they didn't flinch, you know, and, and same deal Friday night. And, you know, you kind of look back uh, a year ago, and and being down ten nothing in the first quarter would have probably turned into twenty seven or you know you know something like that nothing uh, before we knew it. So um, hats off to our kids and you know they just they don't quit they don't retreat they just hey man they're just gonna put their head down and keep playing and when you do that you, you put yourself in position to win games um, in the fourth quarter and that's what we were able to do Friday. Yeah, man, that was good stuff, brother. Good stuff. Well, man, coach, tell us about it, man. Offensively, defensively, looked like both sides were hitting on all cylinders. Who were some kids that stood out for you? Yeah, you know, uh, you know, our, our typical guys. I mean, um, you know, Coleman Dow was was huge for us on both sides of the ball. Elliot Helps had a great night. JT Swift had a great night. Um, Demetrius Farewell played great for us on the defensive line. Um, I could go on and on about our, our defense and how they played. Um, you know, and offensively, I thought uh, Gunnar Gilmore had a, a, a big bounce back week, and I felt like he managed the game a little bit better and made some great decisions and decided to kind of pick the ball up and run a few times. Uh, DJ Green, I thought, was uh, really good, and, and, you know, you can tell he's starting to kind of get healthy again, and um, I thought he, he ran the ball well. And, you know, we had a lot of guys step up. Our offensive line was uh, – I thought they played probably their best game so far this year, and um, it's really the first time – and several weeks that we've been you know back healthy and had everybody back and available for our offensive line and that that makes a huge difference and uh, uh so we've kind of weathered the storm with that and um, but again they came out and played played well played hard and uh again hats off that was a, a team win and and you know our sideline was great all nights so, i mean it was whether they stepped on the field or not uh, everybody played a part in that one and and uh, really proud of our team Heard that, Coach. Now, Coach, i got to ask a question. I kind of heard through the grapevine that it was a pretty chippy uh, kind of ball game. A lot of penalties, uh, maybe a lot of personal fouls. What was going on with that? Uh, and I'll be honest with you, I, I felt like that was probably a little more one-sided. Um, you know, I, I felt like our kids handled themselves really well. Um, you know, I know that there's a, um, you know, a little a rivalry, I guess you could say, between the two. And um, I think that they fully expected to come down here and win and and, and, you know, maybe take it to us pretty well. But I thought our kids uh, handled themselves well. And, 
um, you know, didn't get caught up in all those things. So, um, you know, it, it definitely had some of that, but I, I think it was a lot more one-sided as far as the, uh, the penalties and things like that than it was, uh, on us i heard that coach well coach i gotta tell you man you get if you're looking at the record right here y'all have a, a great wins to loss ratio this is one of the best uh seasons so far in a long time for lewisburg another program's going in the right direction but you got to be you got to be thinking about friday coach this is a short week and you're going against the perennial sal panola tigers who are coming fresh off a loss an unexpected loss probably by many uh, from, that are you know South Panola faithful. Uh, what do you think this means for y'all traveling down to them for Friday? I, I don't I don't know if a, a loss does anything you know on their on their part other than you know maybe refocus them even that much more. Um, you know they're they're uh, obviously a great program historically. They're a great team with a lot of talent. Um, you know Coach Oakley just got there and he's he's uh, not only a great coach, just a, a great man and a great leader. So um, I know we've got our hands full, and but. You know, they put their football pants on the same way we do. And uh, we're going to go down there and, uh, and and give them everything we got. And, and we're going down there to win. I heard that, brother. I heard that. Well, Coach, I got to tell you, man, congrats again on the big win versus Hernando. I know there was a lot of folks from Hernando that were excited about this ball game. And you're right. I think there was a lot of people from Hernando that were expecting to win and win big. Um, you know, and so for y'all to uh, come out like you did and win, you know, uh, it, with convincing, you know, style there at the end, I think that says a lot about your program. And uh, congrats! So, so wish y'all to have a great week of practice and uh, good luck on Friday, bud. Hey, I appreciate it, Coach Peacock, brother. How we doing today, man? Uh, I'm doing all right, man. About to get in here and figure out how to, try to figure out how to beat Horn Lake. I heard that, man. I heard that Horn Lake had a. Uh, a tough night versus Olive Branch. I heard they played actually pretty well, just could not get it punched in from the red zone. Um, you know, yeah, they're good athletes, a good ball game, but then eventually Olive Branch kind of poured it on them a little bit. Uh, you know, you what do you think their mood's going to be like when y'all play them on Friday? Uh, you know, I think I think um, the history just with the coaching staff is I think that was a big game for them. You know, their head coach at Horn Lake was at Olive Branch last year. Um, he's a Horn Lake grad, you know, Played in the NFL, all that good stuff. So um, I think that was probably a, a big, big game for them. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully uh, they come over here. We have a great, great atmosphere, great crowd, and it's a good football game. I mean, obviously they're talented, they're they're young, um, but they are they're not without talent. Um, you know, I just I just hope they they wait at least one more week before they get it all figured out. <laughs> I heard that, coach. I heard that. Well, Coach, I got to say, man, talking about this DeSoto Central game from Friday night, it's tough for me, man. I was in the stands, and to physically just feel the emotion on the field, you know, seeing our kids just coming out focused and just absolutely pounding DeSoto Central offensively and defensively. And But just like we talked about a couple weeks ago with Coach Hectorn, y'all won every single statistical category except the two that mattered the most, and that's the turnover game and the scoreboard. Um, you know, I, I know that had to be frustrating and difficult because uh, was, to me it was one of the best offensive – Maybe the best offensive game and defensive, you know, all together game we've had all season, and, and we didn't get a W with it. Yeah, no doubt. I, I thought, you know, it was probably comparable. I don't remember our stats from the Clarksville game, but from a from a playing as a whole team perspective, it was probably comparable to the Clarksville game. Um, you know, and and that's the deal. You take, like I've told the kids, you take about four or five plays away from this year, and you're looking at 
we're four and three or, or possibly five and two uh, right now. But, you know, anytime – seems like anytime the ball has bounced, it has not bounced our way a whole lot. Um, you know, thought, thought we played a, a good game, thought we did some really good things defensively. Um, thought we, you know, for the most part, played fairly well offensively minus the turnovers. Um, uh, so, you know, we just got to come back, clean it up. Uh, you know, the one thing that a little frustrated, we, you know, we had a PAT block and then we missed one. Um, and I thought the one we missed was, you know, I think the people on our sideline thought it was in and the refs obviously said it wasn't, which is, you know, fine, whatever. But, you know, if, if we had just made one of those, that changes the complexion at the end of the game, and all you need is a field goal to win it instead of a field goal to tie it. Um, you know, so that would have kind of changed the, I guess, the outlook of this, that situation going down, trying to score there to, to win it at the end. Um, but, you know, hats off to Soto Central. They made uh, one or two plays uh, that really kind of changed the game. They had one big play offensively, and then they had – uh, the one drive after after our turnover. Um, well, so, you, you, know, they, you, you call it a drive, Coach. I call it a, uh, you know, y'all gave them assistance with penalties and, um, you know, and them scrambling and making, you know, just enough yards, you know, to save the drive multiple times, you know. Uh, I think defensively, y'all really, really did a good job. And minus, like you said, that one series, a few plays of the quarterback making some really good plays. Uh, and just one big pass because the safety made a poor angle. I mean, they really didn't have much else from that. And, um, you know, which, I mean, that just means defense was playing well. I think, Coach, and I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I think your two linebackers showed out. Uh, I think uh, Lance and Nate um, absolutely were all over the field making big plays, big tackles, big hard-hitting tackles. And uh, if anything, I think Lance really showed out to the point that he showed his speed and ability – uh, made some unbelievable plays, and so I, I know you had to be really, really proud of your linebacker core uh, all together from the ball game. Yeah, there's no doubt, man. And those those two guys obviously are they're kind of our bell cows on defense. But you know, I thought I thought our defense played really, really well the whole game. You know, um, as as a unit, uh, minus minus you know one long play they got. Uh, but yeah, our our front five, you know, the three D linemen and the two inside linebackers are really, you know, to me as good as just about anybody's in the county. You know, they're not the all the D linemen are underclassmen except for one, so we got them coming back. But then all the linebackers are seniors, so we're gonna we're gonna miss all of them. But you know, I think I think we can play with anybody defensively. We just got to clean up, you know. And, and I, I hate to <laughs> you, you feel like you shouldn't have to say that this late in the year. But there's just things we got to clean up and, and do better uh, offensively, um, you know. And we we normally have seen, the, like, the front that they played us in Friday night offensively. We've normally seen that once or twice before this year, and it was really the first time we had seen it Friday night. So, uh, you know, uh, felt like I, there were some things that we could have done differently from a play-calling perspective and the execution standpoint could have been better at times but the main thing is don't turn the ball over if we don't turn the ball over we we win that football game oh there's no doubt Uh, and uh, that's with all confidence and i think everybody in the stadium knew it as well and uh you know you hate that the game ended on a turnover because y'all were in you know scoring position to you know to at least tie or maybe make the big play for the for the win and uh 
and it's uh, I know that's frustrating the kids and um, you know but you know got to keep their heads up and get ready for next week because uh, like we talked about earlier Horn Lake's coming to Center Hill and we're hoping to have a big environment there for you guys and uh, should make for another good week of practice considering this beautiful fall weather uh, are y'all gonna be practicing tomorrow coach or y'all giving the boys off no, we, we, we give them the day off. Um, just let them kind of recoup. You know, had a physical game. You're you're got four games left, so they've been going at it hard. So we give them the day off, and you know, the offensive staffs meeting today, defensive staffs meeting in the morning to get ready for Horn Lake. You know, um, so yeah, you know, end of the game against against DC. You know, I really uh, I kind of I kind of botched that up a little bit. I guess I feel like. Um, and I'll, you know, I'm not against saying that. Uh, obviously, I felt like we should have that last play should have either been a pass or uh, to the end zone where it was either we called it or, or it was incomplete, and then we should have lined up and kicked the field goal. And I kind of we talked; they hadn't stopped us, and we said, "Well, let's go ahead and try to pop one." And uh, obviously, you know, we didn't get the chance to then kick the field goal because we turned it over. But you know, I just I, I don't feel like that was my my best coaching decision of the night. I guess. Um, but you know, it is what it is and shouldn't have been in that position. Uh, we should have, should have already had the game in hand, but we were, and, and I made a, a bad decision, I guess, as the head coach and, you know, I'll, I'll own that and we're going to, we're going to come back tomorrow or Tuesday and watch a little bit of the film. We got to play Olive Branch in a big ninth grade JV game Tuesday night. Um, so, you know, if you want to come see some good football for the future of, the Olive Branch area, um, you know, come out Tuesday night and watch two undefeated ninth grade teams go at it. Uh, it's going to be going to be a big game for for those kids, and and then we're going to have a great atmosphere Friday night. I know we're cooking cooking some chicken, you know, around the hill, so cook some wings hopefully. Uh, so ho- hopefully it's a great night, and hopefully we can get that W. I heard that, Coach. Well, look, like I said, man, appreciate all the sentiment, and uh, hope you have a great week of practice and good luck on Friday. Looking forward to watching it. All right, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for all y'all to do. Coach Russell, brother, how we doing on this fine weekend, man? Man, I am doing great. How about you, Zach? Man, I'm doing good. Doing good. It's been uh, it's been a beautiful day. Thankful that the Lord blessed us that way. And I know you're a happy camper. You got you another W versus uh, you know a historic rival of Horn Lake. Uh, sounds like, Coach, uh, you kind of dominated in every facet of the game, man. Thirty to seven. That's a that's a high order there. How'd the ball game go for you? Well, you know, I mean, it was, you know, we had 416 yards of offense, you know, to their 120-something yards of offense. And, you know, so we dominated the game offensively and defensively. Uh, I thought we did really well in special teams. So we won all three facets of the game. Um, the only thing I'm really not, not real happy about is we had 150 yards of penalties. And, uh, you know, so that made it muddy and ugly, in my opinion, uh, going throughout the game. We just kind of never had that good feeling as a coach, usually I that to me is usually associated with things being muddy and just not clean. We didn't play clean and and, and really click like I wanted us to because of all the penalties. So um, other than that, you know, I'm excited about it. Our kids played hard. Our kids played hard every snap, and and you know, so you you can't ask for more than that out of them. And and you know, just you know, I just want as an as 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 a head coach, I just want to see us click along and not 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 shoot ourselves in the foot, and that's hard. To, that that's the only frustrating part. Yeah, I can imagine, Coach. Well, 
I know the kids were happy. That's that's a big win, like you said, versus a historic opponent. Um, and I know that there had to be a little bit, uh, probably a little testiness, considering the head coach, uh, Brandon Jackson, was your defensive coordinator last year. So I'm sure that might have had a little bit to do with uh, some of the stuff going on in the game. And, uh, uh, you know, it's just part of it. But uh, well, who's some of the kids that stood out for you offensively and defensively, Coach? Well, you know, I thought Raheem had another good game. You know, uh, he completed, I think it was 12 out of 18 uh, in the game, had over 150 yards passing. Uh, I thought our offensive line really kind of showed out. We had 257 yards rushing uh, as well. You know, so uh, we really ran the ball pretty well. Uh, just and, and that was, if you look at it, it was really a, a, a range of running backs. We had, I think, uh, five or six different guys get carries and, and uh, were successful. We had two guys with over 70 yards rushing uh, in the game, and, and, and Jerry Wall and Jacoby Jacoby Walls. And uh, so those two guys had big games running the ball, and you know our, our offensive line blocked for whoever we had back there. Uh, we had a young sophomore, uh, Kylan Rhodes, took a took one to the house right there, uh, last score of the game for a 26 yard touchdown uh, to kind of just seal it and get us to that that 30 point mark. And you know, so we had a lot of guys play play really well. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm excited about it. You know, again, 30 points, 416 yards of offense. That's not bad. Uh, that's uh, that's impressive. That is really impressive. Uh, Coach, I have to say, I think every week we've talked, it seems like you guys are just getting another notch or another step improving of the program, the continuity of the offense and defense. And to me, I think you're improving as a whole each and every week. Um, you know, would you agree with that? Yeah, that's our goal. You know, our goal is despite the opponent, you know, we're not worried about who we're playing necessarily as far as how we practice or what we do. The way we practice and the way we go about our weekly uh, weekly task is, is going to be the same no matter which team we're playing. You know, the scheme will be different based on what's going to be successful against that particular team. But, you know, we, we were playing a team that hadn't won a game last week, but we still had great energy every day in practice. Our kids were getting better every single day. And that's my challenge for them. Every day we walk out there, I talk about it and say, how are you going to get better today so that this whole team can get better? I want you to be selfish and find a way for yourself to get better because that's what it, it, you know, it ultimately takes. If, 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 I, if I find a way to get better each day, and my whole team finds a way to get better every day. So That's awesome, Coach. Well, I think it's a, a testament to what y'all got going on. Things are rolling in the right direction. So let's talk about um, next week, Coach. Who do we got Friday night? We got South Haven. You know, we got a, we got a tall task. You know, of course, the 3-0 and in the in the region right now and the, holding that number one spot in the region. Um, you know, it's a big game for us. We've got one loss. Uh, every other team in the region has one loss except for South Haven, they're undefeated. And so we have an opportunity for a share uh, of the conference lead if we're able to win on Friday night. So our kids have a whole lot to play for, but they've got a really good opponent. You know, South Haven's a really, really good football team. They're big, they're strong, they're fast. Um, you know, uh, Eddie does such a fantastic job with their defense. I mean, it's it, it's organized chaos uh, on defense for those guys. I mean, they're sending blitzers here and there. and. Um, you know, honestly, it's quite similar to what Coach Frazier does as well. And, and, you know, that's so hard to practice against day in and day out for us. And, you know, hopefully that does does help us going into the game that, that we see a similar type defense that's unconventional, unconventional and uh, we, we have to be able to block that day in and day out. 
I heard that, Coach. Coach, South Haven is a very talented team. I've gotten to watch them personally myself uh, and some tape on them. They, uh, they have a lot of threats, uh, especially on offense. They have a quarterback that can run pretty well, throws a decent ball. Not the best in the county, but for what they do, he does it well. Uh, to me, I think they're one of their biggest and scariest weapons is their running back. Um, you got a big guy who can really – Really comes with a lot of weight and momentum on him, and he can move pretty well. Uh, you know, have you been able to see tape on him and got any special plans for him? Well, you know, a guy like that, you gotta you gotta make sure that you rally to the football. You don't want to have one guy count on one guy to tackle a big big guy like that. So we went. We've got to fly to the football. We got to populate the the tackle, which is what we've been stressing all season long. Uh, we'll have to do more of that, and we'll have to do a great job of flying in there. Uh, you know, of course, we'll have to put guys down in the box and, and, and do a good job of, of, of winning the line of scrimmage and, and limiting the amount of push that their offensive line can get against us. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a big challenge. I mean, that, that guy's good, and, you know, their, their O-line's good, and, you know, um, they got another back that's a shiftier guy that's more of a, uh, a three-phase back that, you know, he can block, he can catch, he can he can run it, that they also play, so you got to be able to for both things spread and, and then the downhill run attack as well yeah they're definitely a multi-team for sure offensively the definitely i think their biggest pattern of uh, offense is to get the ball into a good athlete's hand and let him do what he does um you know there's i wouldn't say there's a lot of like scheme or fancy x's and o's they really just kind of put the ball in play and let it uh, let athletes do their thing and you can see how well it's worked for them considering they're undefeated so i definitely think you're gonna have a challenge but coach i think you've got enough team defensive speed and you know if your offensive game you know, continues to build like it's been doing and you got 400 yards last week and you know and you can have another good showing versus them i think you got a great shot and uh, so I hope you guys have an awesome week of practice, and, uh, and good luck to y'all on Friday night. All right. Well, thank you, Zach. I'm appreciating. We're, we're excited for the challenge and the opportunity to, to go out and play again. Absolutely. Coach, as always, man, really appreciate your time, brother. Yes, sir. Glad to be here. Well, I know Coach Peacock will get it back on track this Friday night, and uh, nothing like losing a heartbreaker. Um I remember when I when I was coaching and you know we were coaching together. I, I'm sure you probably felt this way. If you're going to lose, just go ahead and just beat the mess out of me. Don't I don't want to lose a close game like that. No, yeah, because I, I I'm not that old adage of you know one point's an ass whooping. You know, and yeah. Excuse the French. I mean, yeah. like I'd rather take a thirty point than a one point. Absolutely. You know, what I mean? you know, just go ahead and show me that you beat me. Don't tell me that I did everything I write this that or so on because of one point. That just right. woo, stings a little bit more. But sure does. You're right. You're right. Like I said, uh, I have no doubt the Hill will be back on track. They play Horn Lake this week for homecoming to be a great game. Uh, Lewisburg's got a, quite a challenge with South Panola coming into town. Oh my! And of course, and so OB also has an even bigger challenge since South Haven beat South Panola this past week. They're playing South Haven. Yeah. So it's uh it's going to be quite a deal. But I, you know what? I'm a believer. I think Olive Branch actually has a decent chance. I think they have a lot of speed on the field. It's just going to come down to whether or not the football gods are in their favor. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. But other than that, man, it's a great, great, great conversation with our coaches as always. Really appreciate their time. Yeah. And guys, we hope y'all have enjoyed our show and talking to, with our coaches. It's always a great pleasure, and it's quite a it's quite a treat to have our three head coaches here dedicate their time over the weekend to really talk about X's and O's, highlight their kids, uh, you know, a little bit about here and there that maybe you didn't know. And so we really, really appreciate them. 
Well, guys, as always, if you like our content, we hope you check out our brother podcast, and that is Under the Water Tower there in Hernando. They do a great job talking about Hernando football, North Point, and other things, and have some great uh, great messages there, too. So definitely go check them out if that's something you're interested in. That is Under the Water Tower. Well, until next week, guys, I really, really appreciate it. That's a wrap for this episode, and we hope you all tune in next week. But until then, I'm Zach. I'm T. We'll see y'all there. Two things that you're going to find out. She fights like a man and she cusses real loud. If I was smarter, I'd have stayed myself at home.